previously on the Infinite Escape Room. Do you feel ready to open it? Oh, yeah. I admire John's confidence. Oh, fucking hell, that's strong. Choo-choo, motherfucker. Hiya, Georgie. That sounds like something that you'd get arrested for. everyone out there in the big wide world hello and welcome to another episode of the infinite escape room the puzzling podcast where we delicately trot around the issues of the day uh and make a completely unrelated but possibly thematically slightly similar escape room of the ears oh no what jonathan oh no i've been very good i promise hello everyone my name is john and i have a drink with me um i've actually been saving this this is from a local brewery to me uh based in margate they're called xylo they have a very cool logo and it is an oatmeal stout so here we go don't so does that mean you can have it for breakfast don't spill it on the keyboard don't spill it on the keyboard that's good that's solid I was going to say that was going to be really awkward for you if you had a if you advertised it on air, drank it, and then didn't and then like hated it. it. Like I'm in a WhatsApp yeah. group with the guy who runs the brewery, so that would be really oh. bad if you found out. Um, but no, it is genuinely Exit group. Um, not too sweet, not too weird and breakfasty. Nice and sort of thick, like you could slice it or wrap it up into a ball and throw it at someone. Locked in with me today, we have. I'm Alid, and this evening I am drinking a my first for the year bottle of 19 Crimes. Classic. You held off until the end of February? Pretty much, yeah. Well, fair play. Well, alcohol at all, or just that particular wine? Alcohol is an interesting. <laughs> How does it feel? I was saying a mic beforehand. Do you know what? I don't miss it. As you drink at it. All. You do look younger. Like genuinely, you do look younger. I mean, that is because partially because I've lost a lot of the beard, mm. um, and partially because, funny enough, not drinking a lot of wine results in weight loss. Uh, hello, I'm Anna Coase, and this evening I am channeling Mikey, who last time I was in the escape room with him was drinking chamomile tea. So I've upped the ante, um, and I'm channeling Mikey by drinking chamomile tea with a bit of honey. Mm. Living on the edge. That is, oh, that is mm. decadence. I had somebody make me chamomile with honey for the first time about two weeks ago, and I was like, this is the actual shit. This is incredible. Oh, I'm sorry. You have literally never drunk chamomile tea with honey in it in your life. Uh, no, no. I, uh, no. I have like a jar of honey in the house, and I've had it for so long that it's turned solid. Um, and I periodically try and like all those kind of kitchen hacks to make it turn liquid again. And they fail. And then fail, and then end up hacking away at it with a teaspoon in order to get like kind of three shards. You just heat it up. I, yeah. I, I, everybody says this. I've had it in a pan of boiling water, and all I get is a hot jar. Um, it's yeah. I don't know. I think it stopped being honey. It's turned into amber. There's like there's insects preserved in it now. It's, but one um, day will be found by archaeologists of the future. And hi, I'm Mike. Uh, I'm drinking, uh, I'm channeling Alan. So everybody's channeling somebody else. Mm. Alan's channeling a non-alcoholic Alan. John's channeling, um, I don't know, Jimmy Carr, uh, post-cancellation. Anarchos is channeling me from the previous episode. And I'm channeling Alan, who is um, singing the praises of uh, the alcohol-free Guinness. Uh, So I've 
tried some and it's absolutely delicious. Um, it tastes <laughs> really? it's a dead ringer for reg- it's a dead ringer for regular Guinness. Pours exactly the same, same texture, same flavour. Wonderful. I'm is absolutely this, in love with it. Is this the moment where we find out that there's never been any alcohol in Guinness this whole time and they've been lying? There's a lot of pub fights in Ireland that are going to be quite embarrassed, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just they're all just placebo pub fights. It does work. <laughs> they did that experiment on Big Brother back in the day when it was an actual oh, social yeah. experiment, didn't they? And they gave them a load of non-alcoholic uh, drinks and changed the labels. And the housemates became visibly drunk. Yeah, I'll bet. On zero alcohol. So we joke, but that's a thing. That's a total thing. That happens. Oh, I love it. Drug dealers should use it. Save a ton of money. Uh, drug dealers do use it. Yeah, they, they pack their drugs with like rat poison and whatnot. Yeah, flea powder, washing powder, that kind of thing. Okay. Jonathan looks really disappointed now in his drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> um, n- no, I just like... There's just a, My a drug dealer of, wouldn't do that to me. There was a level of detail of that knowledge there, Onoko, so the various possibilities here that I thought, uh, okay. Do I need to express again that I'm Dutch? And then you're a drug dealer? I'm No, I'm not a drug dealer, but we do seem to have uh, a slightly higher level of knowledge about drugs and drug dealers than maybe the average person, which is a bit weird. A Dutch drug dealer would arrive on a bicycle with a basket and... I mean, they absolutely would, yes. However, in the UK, it seems to be an ice cream van. What? Oh, that's... No, that's not okay. Are you not familiar with this? Is this just a Welsh I've heard this. Yeah, no, I've heard of this. The ice cream van that goes around singing its songs in the middle of winter. Oh, wow. And you know that it's not actually ice cream they're selling. All right, Clark, get your mama ten bag of flake. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, you might be wondering what the infant escape room is based on that uh, discussion. It is not an educational podcast about the dangers of drugs, uh, especially Welsh drugs, bad Welsh drugs in ice cream vans. No, it is an escape That's room. That's just powdered of- leak. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Better than any crack cocaine. With a bit of rare bits spilled, <laughs> sprinkled on top. Um, uh, no it is an escape room of the ears the way it works is this every week a member of the team brings the room and this week it's me and the rest of the team bring the brains to solve it there is a strict time limit after which bad things happen and there is also the requirement of a team deposit you know in case they break anything so lady gentlemen i'm going to need your deposit what's it going to be Something that you all well, kind of recognise and would not easily be parted with. I, I love the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> I don't know if I have the power to take that away. I think you'll find that some people certainly do after today's news. So yeah, let's go yes. with that. I, I should probably say at this point, we are recording this on the 25th of February, 2022. Um, and that's pre the nuclear war. Um, <laughs> just just in case there's oh, any... Oh, shut up, John. Any any crossover in dates there? Uh, so yeah, any like references to today or this day or what happened yesterday are in reference to the twenty fifth of February, twenty twenty two. Just in case anything like that comes up, do not go outside. <laughs> the event. I like the idea though that you know people will be roaming the wasteland, going, "Oh, I really need to catch up on my podcast." <laughs> Listen to the infinite escape room. I've only got enough power left to either light the camping stove or listen to this MP3. I think I'll listen to this MP3 of a group of geographically diverse pals ham-fistedly solving an imaginary puzzle where John's inevitably going to slip some sort of audio hate crime in there somewhere. 
dear listener, if you are that person, then hats off to Mike for predicting the future. And um, if we still have hats, what's a hat? <laughs> A hat was the thing that we used to put on our heads. Um, Some of us, because times. we suffered from uh, male pattern hair loss. Oh, God, no, I walked into it. I walked into it. You did. You literally brought that up. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going up in the world. We have sponsorship, snack-based sponsorship. Diabetes UK sponsor us. No, they don't. The lovely folks over at Enigmailed have sent us some chocolate, chocolate wrapped in puzzles, presumably to help you digest the chocolate I have here. The Caramel Caper. And what you, obviously this is audio, so what you basically you get, you get a chocolate bar that is wrapped in a puzzle. Uh, so I'm going to unwrap it live. Oh, nice clear wrapping. Good looking chocolate. And now everyone loves the sound of a man chewing live on air, obviously. So here we go. Oh, so it's got proper crunch. And you know it's good chocolate when it's got proper crunch. Like none of the soft, mushy bullshit. It's got proper crunch. I'm getting the caramel. You should see the size mm. of the piece that John just stuck in his mouth. Like his face distended. Like you know when you watch one of those snakes eat like a hippo or something. Mm. It was that level of that is genuine and really really good chocolate. Now, having it removed the chocolate from the wrapper, you then sort of fold out the wrapper, and all the elements of the puzzle are on the various faces of the wrapper. Wow, um, I'm going to need some time with this. And yeah, possibly a new brain, but I've got scales and dots and dashes and numbers and. And letters. And I, and oh my good God, some backwards writing. I deployed Laura on our one. Did you get it? I think, yeah, Laura, Laura solved uh, most of it, yeah. I need a Laura. I'm and sure your you wife need... will be delighted to you. <laughs> <laughs> I need a Laura. And what you need, dear listener, is some Enigmail, because this looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I will report back once I've solved it, or pretend I have, even though I failed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, chaps. This looks awesome. Oh, lovely. Uh, before we go any further into tonight's episode, I do have one uh, important duty to perform, and that is to thank some of the people that make this possible. Those are our lovely Patreons, who every month give a little bit of their hard-earned scratch to the show to keep us online. And tonight, <laughs> I would like to give special thanks to Jade Shaw, and I think our newest Patreon, because I haven't seen this name before, uh... <sighs> Okay, here we go. Come on, you can do this. Uh, their name you can is do this, John. Tonya Beata Halverson. Tonya, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Was that okay? I mean, you know, maybe it's just uh, the parents who are um, not British and gave her the name, and maybe she's as British as cheddar oh, cheese. In that case, don't worry, I've got it, I've got it. Tonya! There it is. There's our guy. And we ruined it. So I think we've covered all the bases now for Scandinavian or Croydon. Because those are the only two options possible. Yep. <laughs> the only two versions of that word that I can just about convincingly do. With your deposit locked in as the future of the Eurovision Song Contest, are you ready to enter the Infinite Escape Room? Yes. I am. As ready as I'll ever be. Okay. In that case, helmets on, flat jackets at the ready. Time to go in. Last week on the Infinite Escape Room, the team dealt with a bomb threat at the leisure centre, successfully disarming the device just in time. They escaped through a hidden door at the back of the changing room lockers to find themselves standing in the frozen countryside. Before you is a signpost and some flags. The sign reads, 
Welcome to the Democratic Republic of Narnia. A nightingale lands on the sign and starts to sing a merry tune. What would you like to do? What else can we see around us? Just over to one side, uh, there is an abandoned truck, and there's also the entrance to a small cave. Uh, you said there were some flags. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can we take a look at those flags? As you step forward to examine the flags further, a giant concrete cube falls from the sky, crushing both the sign and the nightingale and knocking the flags to the ground. You're left with one flag on one side, one flag on the other, and the crimson remains of the nightingale in between them. Hmm. So these flags. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first flag. Uh Uh-huh. That's a very familiar flag. And then there's the crimson splatter of nightingale blood. Yeah. And that's the second flag. Well, now, those are some powerful, familiar flags. Would somebody like to describe them? They are flags. One of them is they are two block of color, two blocks of colors um, horizontally running. The first flag is light blue at the top and yellow at the bottom. Mm-hmm. The second flag is a darker shade of blue along the top. And Wait, a what, what? What? No, no, no. no it's I'm not. seeing. I'm seeing white at the top. <laughs> white at the top, dark blue in the middle, red at the bottom. Yeah. Okay, and in between That's them, you have the crimson splatter of nightingale blood. Oh, is that what that right? Okay, yeah, I've got the night mode on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the you've got the crimson splatter of nightingale blood, and the second actual flag is white along the top, then a dark blue. Anyone feel free to correct me that there is dark blue and then red at the bottom. Um, okay, so one of those looks an awful lot like a Ukrainian flag. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the other flag looks a little bit Russian around the ears. Does it? Um, and then there's a little bit of blood between them. Uh, hmm. Oh, I see where you're going with this one, John. Coincidentally. It looks like bad blood. Yes, I would like to get away from these flags. Um, mm. You said there was a truck and a cave, John. Actually, mm-hmm. there's a big, there's a massive cube as well. We should probably look at the massive cube. Yes. Yes. The massive cube that landed crushing the sign has a button on it. The button is white. Don't press the button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to be the one who presses the button in that, in that exact. Ah, right, hold on. Before we go pushing any sort of buttons, John, you mentioned that there's a bird humming a tune. There was. There was. What tune? Uh, Difficult to say. Okay. You didn't get to hear much of it before the uh, concrete block fell. Okay. But the button is white. Mm -hmm. Is there a label on the button? Nope. Okay. When we walk around the block, can we see anything else? No. It is a very large cube. And the cube has only crushed the flags. And the nightingale. Uh, it landed on the sign. The flags got not to either side. So we still have a truck to look at. You have a truck to look at and the entrance to a small cave. Can we look at the truck, please? Sure. Sorry, I had to take a small note there. <laughs> I like how Mikey and Mikey's eyebrow and my eyebrows immediately shot up at that. because. Mm. Does that mean that you're making calculations, John? That way madness lies. I'm not a calculating person. It could be corrections. <laughs> so, the abandoned truck. It's a mid-sized lorry with the rear doors blown open. On the side of the lorry is some company signage. The company logo says, Temporary Essential Technologies. 
Inside the back of the truck are hundreds of white sacks. The label on them says rice. And the label is written in various languages, English, French, German, Russian, Chinese, and Japanese. There is also a large consignment of wooden models. The models are made from a single block of wood and depict a group of pastoral market traders. The title is written on the bottom of the wood and is called The Peddlers. Hmm. What an odd truck. Hmm. Uh, is there still rice in the bags? Yes, they are full of rice. Are we talking raw rice or like that microwave stuff that's kind of pre-done <laughs> in the little sachets? Okay. And there I was thinking, oh, no, I won't ask whether it's whole grain or white. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can give you an answer, but that probably will not help Is you. it wild rice? Is it red kamak rice? You know, where's this rice from? Where's it come from? Has it been, you know, fairly traded? Is it organic? Isn't rice by its nature organic? Or am I, I think I, think I don't understand the whole organic it, it, thing. Or, organic is about the, the way in which it's grown. Okay, he's definitely trolling there. Like, Mike, you definitely know what organic means. Being a naughty boy. Scumbag. Narrowing my eyes at you. <laughs> okay, a full glare over the top of a cup of calamari tea. John, is there anything... So we've got these wooden models of the peddlers, the pastoral scene. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else inside the truck? Can we take a look at the blown apart doors? Sure. That I just by that I just meant that they've you know they're fully open. Uh they look like they've been forced open, but there's nothing of particular interest. Is there anything in the um is it called the cabin of of the lorry? I believe it is and no there is not. The doors are locked. Mm. Mm. Oh. Suddenly another concrete block thuds into the snowy ground nearby. This one is not a cube, it is long and thin. Is there a button on the long and thin cube? There is. That's not a cube. It is dark <laughs> blue. Oh, okay. Right, let's not press the button until all of the blocks have fallen out of the sky that correspond with the colours of the flag. Oh. So in the meantime, should we inspect the cave, which will probably yes. preempt the red, the red something falling from the sky? Although, what the oh. hell are these sacks of rice and these weird... Um, Oh no, John! What have no. you done here? What has he done? I I got a nasty feeling, but I'm going to refrain just in case I'm I'm correct. Okay, do share, Alice. Do share. He, no. he's got the face of somebody stuck with his hand in a caught with his hand in the cookie jar. So what me? Mm -hmm. I mean, if if you've if you've got what this is about from what I've given you so far, then either I am desperately stupid or you are desperately bright. I write, write it on a bit of paper. Write on a I, bit of paper. Hang on. Timestamp it. What you should need is some kind of flag. Right, what time is it now? 9.14. 9.14. Mm. This is going to be your Darren Brown moment later. Where you're going to yeah. pull it from behind. <laughs> I'm, excited. I'm genuinely yeah. excited. Don't, shouldn't this go into some kind of sealed envelope and left with the third party? Hang on. Yeah. There will be a knock at my door and there will be an <sighs> anonymous donor handing me an envelope and that will contain Alad's thoughts. A cold wind blows Alad's bit of paper out the window. <laughs> yeah, Anna, when you said that you'd, um, that John looked like you'd been caught with his hand in the cookie jar, my first thought was that you have clearly seen John near a cookie jar before, possibly your own cookie jar. Because I don't know why, but that's just like the I've, I've been caught. I've caught John with his hand in my Nutella jar. <laughs> I don't remember whether it was Nutella, hmm? but I've definitely John has definitely um, had a midnight snack at my house, so I know what his face looks like. You gave me chutney. And it was delicious, and I'm still eating it. Exactly. See? Caught with his hand in Did the chutney jar. Did I give you a jar? See, there we go. 
There is another thud as another concrete block lands nearby. Go on, what shape? Vaguely an S shape. This one is yellow. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is your I think, these are, I think these are timed. I think these are happening at regular time intervals. Um, can we go into the cave? So it's actually not a cave. Once you're inside, you've realised that it's actually a small hideout dug into the ground. It's dimly lit by some artificial wall lights. There is a camp bed, a stove, some cookware and some tinned food. There's also um, on the wall a picture. Let's look at the picture. The picture on the wall appears to be of Vladimir Putin. Mm. He is naked. <laughs> oh. He appears to be making up for something. There's no disputing. He is the Putin. <laughs> there it is. Hmm. When you say he he appears to be making up for something, hmm. uh, can you elaborate on that, given that this is not a visual medium? Um, Describe his cock, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cross-section of a small mushroom. So that... <laughs> I see. I didn't understand that when you said he was making up for something, you well, meant you the did, size of his didn't penis. You realise what I meant there. I, I thought you were being really delicate about asking. That's why I. <laughs> that's why I was less delicate. So to you, that must have been a really horrible escalation. I'm so sorry. That was a really horrible escalation. But then I was, I was kind of going somewhere in that direction because I thought, so he's naked. And he's trying to make up for something. So I thought he's either pleading with someone or he's in a very compromising position somehow. I mean, he kind of is. He's naked in a portrait, but yeah. Okay. I think there's lot, there's lost in translation here somehow, isn't there? Is this because I'm the only one among the, the four of us who doesn't have a penis attached to her body permanently? <laughs> Mike's looking awfully thoughtful there. Uh, it, but it, it makes it sound like this is. It makes it sound like this, this is some kind of pin the tail on the donkey kind of. <laughs> yeah, how did you guys get yours? Mine came through the post. Um, Walmart. Blood animal. I did a big sneeze one day and it just popped out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if that's how puberty worked? That you know, all all to childhood, nothing, and then you just you get the flu one day, and it's there. What? That isn't how it happened for you. Like a glove yeah, with the exactly. finger stuck in, you blown some air into. Um, no, you play a pump. So, Mister Putin has a very small willy. Is what you're saying, John? Yes, is it what is. you're saying for the benefit yes. of the KGB <laughs> listening in on this. Oh come on, FSB now, keep up. Oh sorry. Which are totally um, different and not the same people at all. Um, okay. You hear a thud from outside the cave. Hmm. Yeah. Another concrete block has landed. Hmm. Describe it. Um, it is a smaller cube and it has a crimson button on it. Okay. I feel like we should wait to see if the next cube drops. Yes. I would like to see, maybe look at a few of these bits and pieces in the cave while we're waiting. Okay. Yes. Uh, the camp bed, the stove, the cookware and tin food. Can we take a look through just at the camp bed and the stove, see if there's anything exciting in there? Okay, what are you doing exactly? Uh, I'd like to, I guess, ruffle through the camp bed. Okay, as you ruffle through the camp bed, you can feel a small, flat, hard object underneath the mattress. Ooh. Upon inspection, it is a laptop. Aha. Uh-huh. Can I open said? It's not. This isn't the one that you declared you were going to. Was it? 
give a good scene to earlier? You were going to give <laughs> I'd Anacos's say, laptop I'd say a good give scene? some love to Anacos's laptop. That's um, that's right. I heard if, give it a good scene to. Yes. I can see yeah. if required. Um, <clears throat> so, debating, I do I need to peel the lid open? Is what I'm asking. Uh, no, you don't. But as you okay. open the laptop Deal. in the normal way, uh, the screen comes on. There is a blank text box in the middle of it and a flashing cursor. It appears to require a password. Um, is there anything written on the... If we take the picture of Vladimir Putin off the wall... You feel a bit dirty? Sure. Um, is there anything written on the back or anything? No, no, but it is mobile. You can you know, take it with you or put it back or do whatever, really. I mean, I, I will put it back, I think. Okay. Um, do we want to try Putin as a... As a password? As a password. Yeah, let's try that. So in the chat is the keyboard. Oh, no. Could you describe it, please? Not QWERTY. Oh. Could you give a little more detail for the listeners? It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, the, the numbers are numbers, but the letters are not in the traditional QWERTY format. Yeah. It's the Cyrillic alphabet by the looks of it. Correct. And what, show my ignorance, what's the Cyrillic alphabet? The Cyrillic alphabet is the alphabet favoured by uh, Russia and... There's possibly? actually a few countries. Um, yeah, I was going to say, it's, I it's think Bulgaria used it as well. It's formerly Orthodox Christian nations, mostly. Okay. Right. From outside the hut, there is another thud. Of course there is. And that'll be a Shame. light blue. Correct. It is a long, thin bit of concrete with a light blue button upon it. Hmm. I feel as though it may be beneficial for us to push the light blue button and the yellow button. Before you get to it, another concrete slab falls from the sky. This one is in an L shape, and it has a red button on it. Okay. What's your thinking, Alad? Well, we've got concrete blocks that signify each colour of each flag, and in my simplistic perspective i feel like if we push the buttons for the f- country that we want not saying that they are countries but if they were countries in relation to flags if this was what's written on the paper ali then then you needn't have hidden it <laughs> <laughs> if this is if this is the da vinci code moment then boy is this disappointing yeah no, okay, so you're you're thinking basically press the two colours that correspond to the Ukrainian flag, which would be right. um, the light blue, light long blue thin, and yellow. Yeah, uh, the, the yellow, which was kind of like the S-shaped one. So we can give that a go. I have another theory as well that we could try out. Mm. Um, so what are you doing? So we, let's try our other thing first. Also, I've just noticed that that keyboard has a win key on it. Can we also hit that and see if we win the puzzle? Nothing happens. Damn. Can you imagine if that was the answer? If all of this was obfuscation, the answer was press the win key. <laughs> You'd never it's forget the kind, me. It's the kind of That's... wanky shit I'd do. <laughs> yes. Or Ben. Ben would yeah. definitely do that. Yeah. He would. What are you doing? Alan, do you want to try your thing? Yeah. Uh, John, can we push the light blue button and then the yellow button? Okay. Da, 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 da. Was That's that what I heard too. Can we get that again, John? What's the post like? Yeah, okay. Okay. Are we trying to replicate the theme music to our low, low? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's... Again, if that was the answer, then that would be amazing. Um, can I... Uh, so I've got another way I'd like to press the buttons, please. Mm-hmm. 
which would be, uh, can we please press the uh, light blue button, followed by the yellow button, followed by the crimson button, followed by the white button again, then the dark blue button. It's the Tetris theme. John, you are talented. Okay, can we go? Can we try going to the laptop and putting Tetris in as the password? Oh shit, we've got to use the fancy keyboard, the Cyrillic poxy bloody keyboard. Yes, how are you planning to type that? So it's going to be. Hang on. There's a T, there's an E, there's a backwards R. I don't see an I. You're going to need to tell me which keys you're typing. Hang on. So first and foremost, the Cyrillic alphabet, does that, on a keyboard format, do we know whether that follows QWERTY format or not? Sorry? I'm guessing it probably does not. No. So there's no, like, transposition God, of, like, ne- T and one is T and the other. I about that, but I don't think it does. Okay. No. Because, I mean, even the French uh, QWERTY keyboard is not a QWERTY keyboard. It's a different, like, some of the letters are in different places, so... Okay, so that doesn't translate across. A different, yeah, I, mean, I imagine with a different alphabet, it's completely different. Um, so we've got the shapes of these letters as well. So the, the tune that John just played, so the, the reason I asked for those colours in that order, because that was the flags in the order that we had them, so the light blue, the yellow, then the crimson splatter of blood, then the yeah. white, uh, the blue dark and blue the red. and the red. So hmm. the shapes in that order... Um, are, let's see, light blue is a line, uh, sort of a long line. Is that a long, uh, is that a thin horizontal line, John? The uh, light, light blue. blue shape. Yeah, th- horizontal or vertical? Well, it's landed horizontally, but it's, okay. a, it's a block of concrete, so it's come to rest. Are the light blue and the blue blocks of concrete the same in shape? Irrelevant. Speak for yourself. I was working on a theory here. You should write it on a bit of paper and then show us in 15 minutes. <laughs> yes. it. I'm looking forward to this, Alan. No, you're not. There is no spoon on it or something. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's, I think it was John as a see you next Tuesday, but you know. Oh, harsh. <laughs> Someone's feeling bitter about this. I have this weird feeling that um, actually what we think of as a P might be an R in Cyrillic. Don't know what I'm basing I, that on. But. I guess, do we, John, John, do we need any prior knowledge of how the Cyrillic alphabet functions? No. Okay. We don't need that. No, you do not. I mean, obviously, if you, sp- if you spoke fluent like Russian, then that would be very helpful to you right now. But I'm you know, pretty sure MI5 didn't bring up anything about you guys suggesting that. So um, I'm feeling safe. You, see, Alan, the, you just picked up your bottle of wine as if you were thinking, will this help me speak Russian? Maybe. Um, so the shapes that we've had, I was I was looking at, the, I was sort of drawing out the shapes as John described them. So we had uh, a white concrete cube. We had a dark blue long concrete thing. We had uh, an S-shaped yellow one. We had an L-shaped red one. We had another long, thin, light blue one. And then we had a small crimson cube. The shapes of these feel significant. Mm -hmm. I can't see how they would, for example, 
um, line up with the uh, the keyboard that I can see, the Cyrillic keyboard, uh, so, which is, I guess, okay. my my challenge at the moment. So I think your memory is probably better than mine, Mike. What shape was the light blue one? Uh, the light blue one it's was... It's a long, long, thin line. Yeah. And the, which I can see something similar to that on the keyboard. And the yellow one? Uh, was an S sort of shape, sort of S shape, not quite an S shape. Okay, and then the white one? Oh, sorry, no, there's a red one, isn't there? Crimson. Crimson uh, one is an L shape. Uh, I've got crimson as a small cube and red as an L shape. Oh, sorry, yes, crimson as a small cube and red as an L shape. Okay, Correct. and the white one? That's a cube, a bigger cube. And then the dark blue? Uh, is another uh, line. <clears throat> and the red? Is an L shape. Okay. So, if we went with... You hear a clap of thunder. Looking out from the hut and onto the horizon, dark storm clouds are rolling in. They'll be here in about seven minutes. <clears throat> wow, we're a meteorologist, are we? We can predict the advance of bad weather. Six minutes and 50 seconds now. Mm. Um, so I... Timekeepers, are we, John? Chrononauts. <laughs> um, sorry. I wonder about... I can't see anything on there that looks a bit like an S. Hmm. Or is that just me? I mean, if you took the letters that look like N's and then turn them on their side 90 degrees. Yes, that's correct. That's true. Yeah, because that's so how the about... Cyrillic alphabet works. Just take a letter, turn I've it on its just side. I've just been introduced to the Cyrillic alphabet, so as far as I'm concerned, it could well work like that. <sighs> Six minutes. What happens... If we type in bottom left, um, top left. So reverse R, reverse No, M. not reverse R, the one that's next to that. What, the the line? Yes. There's a word for that, I don't know what it is. The one that's on the backspace key. Yes. Okay. No, not on the backspace key. No, sorry, the backslash the one next, key, backslash the one to key, the left. my bad, my yes, bad. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So can we try that one? Mm -mm. Although you're, okay, fine, we won't try that one. Okay, uh, John. Can I? Okay, so can we? There's a, there's a T. There's an E. There's an a backwards R on this keyboard. There's no S. There's no I. Um, John, can we trouble you for a little clue? You're looking at the wrong thing. Okay. What else is in the? No, you said we have everything we need. You have. Looking, is, is the shape the looking, wrong thing? Perhaps you're, you're looking in the wrong area here. The shapes of the blocks have nothing to do with it. They were merely to represent the game of Tetris. You will okay. have the answer for that, Tetris. So we've got this. Keyboard. Should we go back to trying to spell out Putin? No, the answer is Tetris. All you have to do is write it in Russian. Okay. Uh, well, let's try. Let's start with the T. Okay. And then the E. Okay. And then the T again. Okay. And then the P. Okay. Um, and then the H. Okay. And then the... I've got it. I got it. Yep. I've, I've got it. What is it? No, no, no. Is it, I think, it. I, and I think I know how to... Mm, okay, I think I maybe know how to solve this. Uh, John, you mentioned earlier in the truck, we had something which had mul things written on it in multiple languages. Bags of rice. Yes. Bags of rice. Okay, oh. great, great. John, what is rice in Russian? 
in the Cyrillic alphabet, please. It is P reverse N C. P reverse N C. I put it into the chat. Which I think get right. Okay. So in on the Cyrillic alphabet. Forty-five seconds. Yeah. Right. On the keyboard, can we type in T mm-hmm. E T mm-hmm. P P reverse N. Yep. And C. The laptop unlocks. What's inside? Uh, an already open window of Google Chrome on google.com. What would you like to search for? Uh, Tetris. <laughs> Key. Okay, well then, Tetris. Tetris. Yep. I'll, put, I'll repeat in the characters that Alla just entered into the search bar, please. T-E-T, P, reverse N-C. You could just write fucking Tetris, that's fine. (laughs) What are you looking for? I have no idea. (laughs) Key, we're looking for a key. Are we? Do you know what? It's a very good question. I don't feel like we're locked in at all, are we? No. In a a place with no idea what we're doing. (laughs) Can we check the history? Go on the Wikipedia. The information is out there. What? What? I'm confused now. I think we're being prompted towards actually using our own Chrome browsers. Yes, I, yes, that is what is happening right now. That is what is happening oh, right now. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Let's see. So Tetris, Tetnik is a puzzle video game. We've got the spelling here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was created by the Soviet software engineer Alexei Pajdinov in 1984. Uh, I'm reading as quickly as I can to try and find something that would indicate something. Music. Was that our death knell? Was that our, like, funeral march? No. Um, I mean, so that was, so the music is um, an arrangement of Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy, apparently from the second act of the Nutcracker. Have a listen to that. Um, Okay. You're on the right track, but that is not the right answer. I I don't know what question I'm answering. I guess that's my, I feel like I've missed... Is it the... It's the Red Army Choir. Red Army Choir? Soviet communist music? There's a Russian dance in the in the Nutcracker, I think. What are you on there, Alad? I've YouTubed it and it comes up. Red Army Choir. Koroben, Korobeiniki. As you utter the name of this ancient song, a cold wind blows across the countryside. The air turns completely white, and there is, quite suddenly, a group of peddlers standing next to you. They are life-size, but not human. They appear to be made of wood. An old woman steps forward and speaks. Greetings, I am generic Eastern European wise woman. Curses, a little bad luck, minor accidents, you name it, I get it done. All I need is a face. 
what is your wish? Take the picture down off the wall. Mm -hmm. Show it to the lady. Okay. What do you want me to do with him? Give him a shave? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get out? I mean, I I would like... I mean, we have been given the opportunity here to sort of save the world. Um, Yes. Can we please have this person swell to 18 times their normal size and then explode um, like a water balloon full of strawberry custard? But maybe also all the other people who think that way, the same way as as this person. Yes, actually, yeah. Could he... um... Because I feel like if, if, if if he's the only one who explodes, there will be other minions who... But at the same time, if we cut off all his limbs on a public broadcast slowly... Jesus! <laughs> um, wow. What, what about we could we could um, swap all his bones for uranium, um, <laughs> and that way <laughs> that would be dangerous to other people as well, though. Well, yeah, I figure all the all the people closest to him, like all of his cronies and oligarchs and um, military watsits. Cool. Is there any way freezing their assets in a very real sense? <laughs> Is there any way to make him feel exactly what is felt by anything, anyone that he's doing harm to? Your wish is my command. With that, the wise woman gives a wry smile and vanishes in the snow. And somewhere far, far away, a very small man screams in agony and then dies. Ah. <laughs> oh. Congratulations, you've solved my puzzle. Oh, happy ending. <laughs> Alan, okay. well done. So, Alad, reveal, reveal your... Let's, I, I expect this piece of paper to read. What was the name of that song again? <laughs> if it says, Connor, uh, John, <laughs> you, you are a... Uh... What? Is it inverted? That's really no, 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 it's, it's uh, not no. inverted. John, I, I can read twat. Are, uh, well, I mean, it kind of means C-U-N-T, doesn't it? See you next Tuesday. But also, ahead of that. A bit kinder. No. Evacuation of Ukraine. Oh, you thought it was about that? No, uh, fair. I can see why you might have gone there. Um, no, 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 no. It was all about Tetris. Um, I actually started working on it before it kind of went down Ukraine. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, that's ruined my puzzle. <laughs> this has ruined my day. Dear Vladimir. Yes, all you had to do was, um, was find the name of the Tetris theme, which is an ancient uh, Russian folk song called The Peddlers, which is weirdly about some like horny teenage market tradesman going out to sell his wares, getting laid, getting married, and then returning. And they're like, where have you been? Is that uh, selling my wares? Uh, and that's like the whole song. There's lyrics to it. Uh, when you say selling his wares hmm. is it like yeah 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 well i think that is the point of the song i think it's a bit like ah, oh, he's selling my wares spreading his seed um yes and he's called korobainiki uh which translates to the peddlers which is what ah. was written on the wooden sculptures in the truck yes of the peddlers ah i see what so you i did was there. hoping that when you were given the opportunity to google this armed with tetris and the peddlers you would very quickly come to the correct answer. I was, it was, I didn't make that connection. Mm. I, I didn't make that, that connection. I, di- I didn't think it was fluff. I just couldn't work out how it interacted with anything else. I was convinced that when you gave us cooking equipment, we were going to need to rip up a curry or something. <laughs> I was like, we've got a shit ton of rice and some cooking equipment. Do we need to like throw together a biryani? <laughs> no, this I, is why I was asking what you know. What quality rice is it? Where is yeah, it yeah. from? It's a perfectly um, fair is question. it whole yeah, grain fair. or white? Because you know, cooking times vary. 
I thought that the hard part of this was going to be unpacking the Tetris theme. So I thought, shit, what if they don't remember what it is? I feel like everyone knows that, but what if they don't remember? And like, what if they get the order totally wrong? Uh, you were spot on though. Like the, the bit that I thought was hard, you found easy. You had the color order correct right from the off. What I was hoping would happen is that you would start pushing buttons and the notes would be out of sequence. So each block uh, was three notes. Mm. Oh, that's so clever. I mean, it was beautifully played, John. Um, so I was hoping that you'd just start pushing buttons and I'd play the corresponding notes and it would make no sense and wouldn't work, but would sort of all feel like it was in the same tune. Um, mm. And that would throw you. But no, damn it, you went straight for the right order, which I, I clearly made far too obvious with the placement of the flags. Uh, mm. And so, yeah, you got that bit really quickly. But it was the, and now you can search for anything bit that you're like, uh, I don't think we're used to actually having to go to external sources. I, well, I thought you weren't allowed to go to external oh, sources. Oh, sorry, I probably should have made that clearer. But no, I wanted, I wanted something. That, oh, cheating something, is encouraged. Is that what you're saying? Okay, definitely. An infinite escape. If cheating is possible, you cheat. Definitely cheat. Um, always. Okay. Uh, but tell them that you're cheating, and then watch them oh, no. I'm, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of a bit of meta gaming. I'm, I'm a fan of a bit of. Um, yeah. Mike once had messages that he'd sent to us on WhatsApp earlier that day that appeared to be unrelated as part of his puzzle. Ah, <gasps> you fiend. Yeah. I've done and a lot like of Everyone sneakies. has got sent a slightly different message and we had to like confer and work out the answer from the different messages. It was post-it notes in the background of the images, wasn't it? That was the... Yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd stuck some post-it notes to my work monitor um, and it was actually the, the, the clues were in the post-it notes. Yeah. Um, That's diabolical. Yeah, it was. It, it is, really was. Yeah. yeah, if you're on a mic puzzle on a coast, there's going to be some awful twist in this that like that you haven't realized until until you do and, and it's terrible. That's always the way though. It was, it was it was it was it was a good puzzle and it had uh, it had some nice elements as well. And it's a good distractor for the shapes. Um I like that you did live music with it. Yeah, I really of. like that you did live music. I think that music. was my favourite bit, yeah. Um yeah. And uh I don't <laughs> I don't like that you killed the nightingale. But you know, it's a John so, puzzle. Fun fact, so, the is a national shed. animal of Ukraine. Yes. Oh, 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 oh dear. That seems Not sadly symbolic. Fact. Not a fun, fun fact. But you can see why I put it in. I can absolutely see why you put it in. Yeah, getting crushed by a Soviet block. It Literally. was the yes, national animal of Ukraine. Yes. Literally. Bird. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that wasn't relevant. I was going to put like Mr. Tumnus or something there instead. Um, well, I was waiting for him to appear. To make it sort of properly Narnia. But um, I thought were the, we anywhere? Were we anywhere near the lamppost? Uh, oh, was it the lamppost? Presumably. <laughs> oh, I should have said that. Oh, fuck! It could have been Mr. It could have been a set of tumnus hooves mm. stuck out from underneath that. I like mm. the Wicked Witch of the West, except with, with the goat's socks. Ass. Oh, it's so much. Oh. No, you had to go all political on it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We have been, as ever, the Infinite Escape Room. Um, and this is goodbye uh, before the Novichok-wielding assassins come to my particular doorknob. Um, if they do, though, it was nice to go out on a high. Uh, a big, a big enjoyed... doorknob, unlike another knob mentioned in this yes, episode. Yes, <laughs> my big doorknob, unlike other knobs mentioned in this episode. Very good. I like mm -hmm. it a lot. If you enjoyed this sort of thing, and by that I mean not exactly this sort of thing, but Escape Rooms of the Ears, we have an extensive back catalogue approaching 200 episodes for you to sample from. And given there's quite a few of us doing different stuff, there really is 
there's a whole smorgasbord there for anyone who wants to listen to it. So take a peek. We are at www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. We're also notionally at least on social media. We're there, but we're not there, you know, like a Russian well, army. We're more there than we, we were. J- Jamie's very good at the social media stuff. He is. He is. So we're more there now than we have been before. Um, <laughs> Anacostis disapproval just going up and up and up every time John slips in a little you don't think the disappointment can mount on top of disappointment and you see more and you're like wow Anacostis disapproval of me has been mounting for years and yet here she is we have been the infinite escape room thank you so much for listening and goodbye bye bye goodbye